everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Bankston Family Fun Time. My name is Cody Bankston. I will be your host and game master for episode 17 of Doves and Demons. Uh, when we last left off, the paranormal investigation group was uh, following up on a missing person report. A little boy named Billy uh, went missing from his home in Mount Horeb, uh, and it turns out that his mother claimed that a troll took him. Throughout the course of their investigation, the paranormal investigation group did, in fact, capture a troll uh, named Boulder-Nose, who turned out to actually be quite friendly and uh, claimed to really love candy. They got some information from Boulder-Nose. He basically told them that the other trolls that he lived with kicked him out because they were mean and he wasn't very um, good at hunting, uh, a.k.a. kidnapping children. <laughs> so they um, kicked him out, and they were uh, kidnapping these children in order to uh, feed them to a witch that they call the Scary Lady, uh, but is actually known as a Pesta. So the uh, team, in order to exploit uh, the troll's uh, weakness to sunlight and Pesta's weakness to radiation, they arm themselves with a sunlight cannon and some super soakers full of radiated badger blood, and they headed to the cave in order to save Billy. Um, so I think that's pretty much all you need to get caught up on. Uh, I'll quit... Quit John action, uh, get, and I'll talk to you again at the end of the episode. So we meet back up at the aforementioned meeting place, which is back near where we set up camp in the Mount Horb Park. Would that be right? Yes. So who, who went and put the monitoring devices in place? Is that done? I did, yes. Okay, so that's done. Yes. Were you able to see anything? Did you peek your head in the cave when you were there? Or did you just do sound? I did not go very far in the cave because, uh, you know, aliens do not frighten me. Trolls, that's another thing. And I could see, I could see in the mouth of the cave that uh, it was a fairly big opening and fairly dark. Uh, so I was thinking that if I did somehow awaken the trolls, that might be bad news for me. But, uh, you know, it is the the opening of the cave is kind of secluded, but I didn't hear anything inside the cave. Uh, but I was able to leave the device there. And I was thinking that maybe Bono could go retrieve it for us at some because it wouldn't seem all that suspicious to the trolls if he were kind of hovering outside their tent if they came across, uh, I mean, their cave if they came across it. Yeah, so I think we can just sort of say that, yeah, so you guys get there, it's night, you meet up with Boulder Nose, and then um, you kind of send him out to the cave, and uh, he comes back, you know, not that much longer later, and uh, he brings you the recording device, and um, you do, um, you play it back, and you do, in fact, hear that there were three different um, sets of feet, uh, big, heavy footprints or footsteps uh, moving out uh, the mouth of the cave um, around what you assume would be uh, nightfall. Okay. Did, did we hear them? Were they talking to each other? And if they were, could Bono interpret what they were saying? Uh, no, they were just kind of grunting um, sort of incoherently. Like, you know, that it would have been, you know, sort of like, when they were just waking up. So I imagine they kind of would have been kind of rubbing the sand out of their eyes. You probably hear one like yawn really loud and you hear like a gross fart or something, but no, they don't really say anything to each other. Okay. So guys, this is what I got in my, my witch hunting backpack. I got some flares just in case. 
uh, to hold her back in case she didn't like that. I got just a jug of regular water because I remember from the Wizard of Oz, I don't know, I mean, the they killed the witch with just by pouring water on her. So I got that. And I also stopped by the church and they were having a special, uh, a fall special on holy water. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to just real quick interject and just say, I will allow that, but <laughs> that's a pretty you know, wild move. This is a church, like All Saints Day comes after Halloween. And this is a church where the priest understands the value of marketing. So he's he was selling little vials of holy water for people for All Saints Day. And I stocked up on it. And I also bought a crucifix from him because I figured that might come in handy. Right. I mean, like I said, I'm going to allow it, but it's a pretty wild move. <laughs> and I got a net. I stopped by the local... Um, I stopped by the local store and I got a net and I figured we could douse it in some of the holy water and throw it over her. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've already established that Jimmy has a net cannon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that, Jimmy. You got so many gadgets back there. Maybe we should douse one of your nets in the net cannon with holy water. And that was pretty much what I came up with. Oh, okay. Code, so (laughs) if we're talking about shit we went and got... Frag made a few made a few detours. If you want to inventory some other stuff, okay, yeah, let's let's hear it. Well, Frag stops. Frag stopped by and he he picked up uh, BJ's pirate stuff. He's got him a an eye patch and a pirate bandana with skull crossbones, you know. And he's got him one of those sash belts. The belt goes around with like one sash going from shoulder or around the back over the top, so it can look really piratey. And then for Bono, <laughs> Bono, he picked up a co- kind of a complete woodsy owl outfit, you know, uh, kind of the 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 green uh, forester hat with the uh, also a green sash. So he's he's got he's got him some really fine looking stuff. So two things, several things. <laughs> <laughs> a remember that Boulder Nose is eight feet tall, and B he's. Out of all of you, he's the only one who you could argue actually belongs in the cave. And see, just why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Frag frag at time, you know. (laughs) He wanders. (laughs) So how many super soakers did you pick up, Frag? Uh, See, I got six. Okay, cool. I uh, I pull out. I brought a magic marker with me, and and I start writing on the containment unit of each one of them bj hw for holy water and just a w for the water because i'm feeling like we should across the the four of us be fully equipped for all of these kinds of things we don't have enough water we don't have enough blood of bj's blood sorry i'm not going to say that in front of him uh to fill all of these but i feel like we could fill some of the other ones with holy water and some of them with just regular water you know, that's really a great idea, Hazel. But, you know, I, I, if I get first pick, I'm sort of going to go BJ Blood, you know, just just kind of shade that way. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm tending toward wanting to have one of the super soakers filled with holy water and my crucifix stuffed down in my pocket. And if I need water, I'll probably just spit on them. I would think that would be pretty toxic. Yep. 
Yeah, that could that that arguably could be one of the most damaging things that Brad could do. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely at least bare minimum giving that way to HPV. Yeah. (laughs) Not gonna kill that witch anytime soon, but it's got AIDS now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That, so that was Frag's escapade. Okay. Uh, you, you just did it just because? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of a reward for for Bono when everything's all said and done. He, he's going to give yeah, me... Why are you dressing BJ up like a pirate? Why, why not? I mean, does does BJ get... like playing dress up with you? Is this something you guys do up on the farm? After a few shots of tequila, he's pretty pliable. Okay. As it's just like sad, like half of the village people, like, why <laughs> am, and then it's just done. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing we like to put on is the Pirates of Penzance, you know. You know, he's got a sense of rhythm for a big giant badger. And you're into Gilbert and Sullivan, huh, Frag? Yeah, I wouldn't don't, have don't tell anybody. Yeah, my, my bandmates, I don't know. I don't know how they'd take that. They're kind of uncultured, a little bit uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> That's so, scary to so think getting, about. Getting back to the matter at hand, um, <laughs> you know that there's three trolls in the cave, and they've all left. I think that's pretty much where we left off. So what's your next move? I think we got to go get the disco ball set up, kind of take position. I don't think that's necessarily something you really have to roll for. I think it's just something you're just kind of able to do uh, when you mentioned get into position. I know that Frag is going to be in the in the cave wearing his little boy meat vest. Um, <laughs> I, I really, we might need to start naming... Sounds weird when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> we really might need to start naming these episodes just for things like that. <laughs> so, and then I imagine Jimmy is going to be positioned at the light cannon. What are Hazel and Shannon doing? I think uh, we, I have gone, I don't want to speak for Shannon. I have gone into the cave to kind of just scope it out to see if there's a place where I could hide unobtrusively, or I also am just trying to scope out like how far back the cave goes. Is is there a way, uh, I, I'm trying to scope out how to get back to the Pesta. Cause from Bono's description, she's at the back of the cave, but. Yeah, so when you're here now, so let me add, I haven't really painted like a great picture of this. This is like a, you know, it's a large cave. It's big enough that three large holes can fit in. And it's like a deep cave. Like, okay. not so, like imagine kind of like not so not necessarily as tall or wide, but you remember those lava caves out near Bend that we spel- spelunked into? Or wait, did you go in those or not? I did. I went about halfway, or maybe just a third of the way before but I came. You, but you, you kind of walked the... around. You kind of walked around inside. Yeah. So I'm imagining a cave that's like not necessarily that big, but like it goes deep into the land like this so this is okay. not like it's not like you can see the back of the cave where you are like you're gonna need to spelunk in there a little like for a little while um like because yeah i mean like i imagine what boulder news would have sort of told you at one point like yeah you know you can you know just like walk in and like there's the witch like you're gonna I, need I, to 
traverse down into this cave for a little bit in order to get to, like kind of down into the depths. Okay. Think, think 13th Warrior, dear. We got to go back in that stink hole. And find God, out. that is a movie I really need to go back and watch sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about that earlier this week. I was going to say, yeah, that's strange. Have you ever seen it, Molly? Yeah. Oh, okay. We watched Congo last Ooh. night. Okay. <laughs> wow. Please stop eating my cake. Yeah. Please nope. stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, that movie it, is bananas. It really is. I forgot how bananas it got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy also, uh, during the day, would have, you know, just slapped together a couple of Molotov cocktails. Because, like, sure. not that many problems a Molotov cocktail can't solve. Sure. <laughs> we we none of us are going to be in the cave when the trolls come back. Other than Frag. No, Other I than Frag. Enough. And then Bono is going to be in the cave? Uh, he will do whatever you guys want him to do. I try to not kind of like... So the way I try to do this is, you know, I kind of have the NPCs and the creatures that you're fighting sort of react to what you guys are doing. So tell I, me I what think, you want him to do. I, I don't... I don't think he should be around because we could accidentally get him with a disco ball. Yeah, yeah. he, he might get caught outside or he might get hit by the... Oh, shit. Sorry, I was talking over you, Nick. Say that again. I was just saying, he should be hanging back in the RV. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We'll try to park him out for a way. And then, yeah, once the trolls are dead, we can go get him and then go into the cave. It, him and BJ are both modeling the outfits to see which one they like. <laughs> So I imagine poor Boulder-Nose is just stuck in the RV with his fucking knees up around his ear, and then him and BJ are just sitting there looking at each other. <laughs> so, And there's a pile of candy between the two of them <laughs> with, a, with a couple of shots, and they just take it. <laughs> just eat a piece of candy. BJ reaches over and takes a piece of candy between a claw, (laughs) sticks it in, takes a shot, then kind of nods to Boulder Nose. (laughs) He's teaching him how to drink alcohol. (laughs) You do the shot first, then the Jolly Rancher. (laughs) Yeah, dude! I also imagine that, like, after you stick him in there, just the back of the RV is just completely, like, it's like a seesaw. Like, the fucking shocks are just strained under the weight of Boulder Nose <laughs> sitting in the back of the RV. I was thinking the front end almost was off the ground. <laughs> like, almost, just, just about. <laughs> just barely touching. <laughs> yeah. So what is everybody doing? <laughs> what are Shannon and Hazel doing? <laughs> so I'm on top. I'm still where I anticipated to be on top of the cave. I just so want you're to like open. on like you're on like above the mouth of the cave? Yes. Okay. Hazel, after doing a quick uh, reconnaissance inside um, the cave, uh, scurries back out and goes into the uh, RV because that feels like the safest place to be. Okay, so you're just hanging out in the RV with BJ and right. BJ and Boulder right. I'm, I'm not joining in the shots and candy rounds, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just like double checking everything in my backpack, so I'm ready to roll. Okay, so <laughs> I imagine the RV is going to have to be some distance away from the cave, or at least like hidden pretty well, because 
you know, I imagine these trolls might be a little suspicious if they just find this random RV parked outside their cave. Yeah. I oh, yeah, no, it's parked a little bit away. It's not, like, directly adjacent to the cave entrance or anything. Okay, okay cool. All right, so this is what I think makes sense. You guys are hanging out, uh, you know, because you're doing this, so it's, like, you know, it's very late in night slash very early in the morning, um, and, you know, you kind of start to, you know, you're looking at your watches and, you know, whatever, whatever sunup is approaching, uh, you do start to hear some sort of rustling and heavy footsteps in like the, um, in the, the brush and, uh, you hear kind of grunting and laughing and flashulence. And then, um, you know, it's, it's still like, you know, it's, you're kind of able to see a little, you're kind of like the sun I imagine is kind of like, you can sort of see on the horizon that the sun is going to be up, you know, fairly soon when um, Shannon, I think, is probably able to see them first. You're uh, kind of crouched up on top of the mouth of the cave, hiding behind like a boulder or something like that. And um, you look and you can at first you just kind of see and hear them. And then, you know, it's um, it's not quite light enough where you can really kind of make out their figures. But you can see, uh, yeah, these are like 10 foot tall hairy trolls and you know they seem to be dragging like a like a carcass of like a deer or maybe a cow or something like that it's kind of hard to tell in the dark but it seems they went out and they found something that they're going to bring back into the cave and eat before they go to sleep for the night and um and frag you know as they're coming into the cave you know you're able to see them too and i'm just curious like what is frag like doing in the cave when they walk, when they kind of descend down into it and see you. <laughs> Frag was just kind of hanging out, smoking a butt, but when he heard the, the trolls approach, he, you know, stomps that out, and, and when they, as they get, start to enter into the cave, he, he makes himself more visible, and he goes like, oh my goodness, could one of you take me home to my mommy? <laughs> okay, so the, um, the kind of lead troll i imagine there's kind of like one up front and maybe two behind him he just they kind of just stop dead in their tracks and they look at you really confused and it's like you hear them go like what what is what is this who what the hell is going on here who are you i'm a little lost boy i, I really i no, really, you're not <laughs> i need i need help getting home i i have a i have my meat vest on that i i need to Cragfoot, oh, kill that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hearing, hearing the code word, which we had totally predetermined before, meat vest, Jimmy <laughs> jumps out and tries to shoot the uh, disco ball with the light cannon. Okay, so this isn't really like a combat move. I'm trying to decide whether it's reckless or cautious. And I'm leaning more towards reckless, given that you're in a dangerous combat situation. So why don't you give me a demons roll with two dice i mean can i argue i'm prepared and an ex like i jury rigged the light cannon and we've been waiting all night to do this can yeah, I-, I that's that's fair that's fair or one of those dice could be the help quote unquote from frag yeah all right so demons i'm trying to roll low right demons you're trying to roll high oh okay cool two fives and a two so all right successes uh, yeah, two successes. So um, you accomplish what you set out to do um, with no additional costs. Um, yeah, so you uh, describe how, like, do you have it on, like, some sort of, like, 
wheelie like system or something like that how do you maneuver this light cannon just paint a picture for me oh no like i picture more like a backpack mounted cannon and i kind of got like a big device i'm holding okay <laughs> and then yeah we have like i what i pictured was like jury rigging the disco ball so it's inside the mouth of the cave okay okay you have two disco balls keep that in mind <laughs> yeah but no we got the backup disco ball in the rv just in case anything oh. happens to this one i had it what, what, you're just carrying around a giant disco ball? <laughs> I think it's good. She's got it up there, or he's got it up there on top of the cave, in case you need it. Good plan. Okay. So this is what I'm going to say happened. So Jimmy pops out with his backpack-mounted uh, light cannon, and you blast it into the disco ball, and, yeah, like you, like, you hit it, and the light hits them, and you can see it's starting to turn them to stone. But, like, given that it's, like, a light ball and it's sort of reflecting, like, small little sh like rays of light it's not just hitting them with like a wave of sunlight it's sort of hitting them and turning parts of them to stone um and like so it doesn't just like it doesn't just like boom they're turned to stone but you can see like it maybe hits one of them like in the face and he, he scree and he howls in pain as his like as like a good chunk of his face is turned to stone the other ones maybe the one that was up front he's able to sort of get his arms up in front of his face um, so it's sort of hitting his arms, but it's definitely like causing them like a great deal of pain. And, you know, it's causing parts of them to stone. So you can see that they're trying to move, but it's very like rigid and they're sort of stuck. And but like the one holding the deer corpse is able to uh, muster up enough strength to throw it up into the ceiling. And it knocks the disco ball off the roof of the cave and shatters on the ground. Uh Oh, <laughs> Frag doesn't even get a chance to catch it. Frag, why don't you give me? I mean, here that. So, I don't think Frag was prepared to do that. Once it started, he had his soakers out and was going to shoot them with. Uh... The soakers were for the witch. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Fra Frag's sort of confused. I better put those soakers away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like Frag was not prepared. Fuck. To so, just, uh, just so ball. Frag is in here with no other. Oh, Jesus well, Christ. Did you sleep through the briefing, Frag? <laughs> uh, maybe. It could have been. So, yeah, yeah. It's up to you what Frag has on him. But I mean, well, like, yeah, but... It, it, Why don't you pick up some pieces and use it as, like, a shield to try to reflect the light back yeah, on Yeah, that's him. what I was going to... That's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah, I'm so back. I like... The kind of, here, okay, so here, let me kind of paint the picture a little bit more. So, essentially, there was kind of, like, one closer, like, further down in the cave, and that one is closest to Frag. And then there are the two behind him that are sort of closest to Jimmy. And now the disco ball has been shattered, and they're sort of... They're moving slowly and painfully because they have just been sort of turned partially to stone, but they are advancing towards each of you. So Frank is going to do what Jimmy said. I am going to at least try to catch the ball then in this case. So if they've, if they've knocked, if they've knocked it off, it's mooring. That seems to be my best bet here. Okay. So I'll say you can do that as us. I'll call that a reckless action, but I'm only going to give you one dice. Uh, shit. Oh, well, it's at least a six. <laughs> so you got a, all right, time for me to consult my rules because I had them for an exact situation just like this. So one success, I give you a hard choice, a price to pay, or a worse outcome than what you wanted. So <laughs> here's your hard choice, Dad. You're going to be able to... Here's what you have to do. You can either turn the, the troll that's attacking you 
to Stone, or you can attack the two that are advancing towards Jimmy. But you have to choose between one of the two. Well, it's a it's like any other yeah kind of thing. It's better to destroy one and then go get the other two. So I'm 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 doing I'm doing the ones closest to me. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think that's just um, yeah, and then you just do that. So you grab the disco ball and um, Jimmy shoots the light into it, and uh, you reflect just these like you know a bunch of uh, beams of light like right up into its face. And um, it gets, yeah, it just turns its whole head and most of its body to stone and it sort of falls backward and uh, collapses on the ground and like parts, like pieces, like chunks of it, like kind of break off. Um, but since- Jimmy, <laughs> frag the team, one down. But um, since there are still two advancing towards Jimmy, they are right on top of him and they, and one has grabbed a hold of the light cannon and is sort of like, forcing it like like uh he's got a hold of like the barrel and he's pointed it directly into the ground so that jimmy can't shoot it at him anymore where uh the rv is parked can i hear commotion or well frag would be on the communicator said jimmy's in trouble okay yeah so i think if yeah if um if frag got on the radio and told you that something's going on then yeah i imagine you can start but i mean you know like we discussed previously like you're gonna need to you know you're not right outside, so you're going to need no. to start running um, in order to get there. I'm going to start running as you consult with Shannon. Okay. Shannon, what do you do? So I imagine the cave door, I probably can't jump down from the that height without getting hurt, correct? I, I think just for the sake of, I, I think I'll say it's something that you're able to sort of like, 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 uh, like shimmy down the side or like, um, sort of like just slide down the side, like relatively yeah, quickly without getting hurt. Straight onto the troll. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, oh, oh I mean, if, if you want to jump like, on top I, of you, is it too far for me to jump down from the top to in front or on top of one of the trolls? No, no, I think that's totally something you could do. I mean, if you're trying to jump on top of the troll, that's definitely something that you would be able to do, like, without... So here's the thing. If you do that, I'm going to count that as combat roll. So, okay, so what happens there is, depending on how you roll, you and the troll are going to inflict harm on each other. Okay, uh, I'm going to inflict a bunch of harm on that troll. <laughs> Sweet. So this is our first fighting rule with the new rules so i'm gonna say i'm gonna give you three dice on this because i think i could argue that jimmy is sort of helping you quote unquote um being engaged with the one of the trolls already uh, but that's assuming that you're going for the one that has an arm on the, the light cannon yes okay cool so go ahead and roll me demon's roll with three dice five five and a two okay Six. Okay, so your number is three. So, okay, so you got two successes. So you and your target will inflict harm on each other, and you get to choose a list off of the combat moves. So um, if you don't have that in front of you, uh, basically... I'm running up right now. So, yeah, you can give somebody else advantage on their next roll. You can inflict additional injury. You cannot get hurt yourself, or you can, like, force the creature where you want it to go, which might be away from Jimmy. Just saying. Yeah, I guess I want to pull the troll backwards. Okay, so you're going to force it where you want it. Yeah, so I want to okay. force it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so you jump down and um, 
Well, I guess I'll let you kind of, I'll let you narrate to me. I feel like you were starting to do that and then I interrupted you. <laughs> Tell me how you're going to pull this off. I jump on down and I kind of imagine that I'm squatting like on the back of his neck. Okay. And I pull him backwards so he's away from the cannon. And as I'm doing so, I yell, Jimmy, I yell to Jimmy, hit it. And in the hopes that he will hit the troll center body now that I've pulled him back a bit. Okay, cool. So I think as you're doing that, he's sort of stumbling backward and the harm that you're going to suffer, it's not going to be great, but he's going to sort of like take one arm, like he's stumbled back and he's let go of the light cannon and he's going to sort of take one hand and kind of like, he kind of hits you and like, I think he gives you like a black eye as he's sort of swinging this giant fist like back over his head. Oh, it's kind of the thing where like, and somebody's choking you from behind, you slam into the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe he like <laughs> rears his head up and kind of like hits you on the top of the cave, but he's still very like disoriented and uh, he no longer has an arm on the cannon. Jimmy, do you want to give me another combat roll? And I'll say you get, uh, so this is going to be a combat move this time. And I'm going to say, you, I'm still going to say you get three dice though. Okay. Uh, not great. One, two, four. One, two, four. So your number is a three. Four. Okay, so you get to ask me a question. What is the other troll doing? Ready to hit me? He has turned, um, seeing that his friend has just gone down in combat, uh, gone down and shattered. Um, he has actually turned towards Frag. So now there's sort of um, it's sort of similar situations before. What is moving towards Frag, and what is moving towards you? Well, one oh, is okay, one is well, what is being held up by um, Shannon. Frag. Frag can handle his own for a little while, so I'll keep. God damn it, a two. <laughs> okay, so um, you go to raise the light cannon up, but as he's flailing around um, dealing with Shannon, um, he, one, a giant foot swings up and he kicks you in the chest and you go like flying out the mouth of the cave onto your back and you suffer minor harm. <laughs> Jimmy's like, got the wind knocked out of him, but he's still trying to call for Hazel. Like, Hazel! <laughs> it's coming, Jimmy. Now, did Jimmy manage to hold on to the light cannon the whole yeah, time? Yeah, so it's it's strapped onto him. So okay. um, yeah, and it, it and it didn't get damaged or destroyed or anything. Um, so at this point, yeah, like Hazel, we can say that you have arrived at the cave, and um, I will give you an opportunity to do something. Okay. Uh, the first thing I do is try and help Jimmy up and make sure he's okay. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I can just say that's something that you do. Okay, and then. I turned now uh, the troll that's grappling. It, it, would you describe the troll as grappling with Jimmy? I mean, not Jimmy, Shannon. So, so Shannon is kind of like, I imagine Shannon is kind of on its back or uh, like set, like mounted on top of his shoulder. And maybe you got him in some kind of choke hold or something like that with both your arms. But yeah, so he's like sitting on his shoulders, uh, kind of grappling with him. Yeah, I, I think that's have, okay. Hazel, I was hoping to throw you the... The disco ball? Yes. <laughs> okay so uh once jimmy yes. is up i see her i i see him i see shannon swinging the disco ball and i run up to catch it all right this is this is kind of a reckless action i'm gonna say it's a demon's roll with two dice okay oops total fail so uh, shannon has very much got his hands full and he goes to toss you the disco ball, but the um, not even necessarily intentionally, but the troll uh, just flailing around in its fury uh, knocks that disco ball into the ground, and that one has been destroyed. Okay. 
My next immediate action is to pull from my pocket my pistol just okay. to see if it will have any effect. And I'm just trying to hit the uh, the troll in the mid part. Now, how much of the this troll has turned to stone? So I think this is... Um... This was one of the ones that was sort of um, near to Jimmy um, when he initially fired off the light cannon. So this one's like parts of its like chest and face. I mean, like sort of all over um, it's been hit and sort of starting to turn to stone. But like this one got hit in like the face and like torso area. Like it took like a pretty big blast from the initial light uh, okay. shot. Okay. So I'm shooting especially since I'm not a very tall woman and this is a big troll, like at the mid part of the body. Okay. I'll give you four dice on this, but it is a fighting move. So it's going to be a demon's roll, but I'll give you four dice because I'll say that you're prepared, you're an expert, and Shannon is helping you. Okay. So combat would be demons? Demon's roll, yeah. So you're yeah, trying to go so, high. So I have a five, four, and a three. Okay. And the five just ties... So you get to ask me a question if you want. I think the, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, no, there are not any. The pesta does not seem to be, um, it, it does not seem to emerge from the depths of the cave. And these are the only two trolls that you have left to deal with. Okay. So I get to roll two more because I only had three dice. So I'm rolling okay. uh, one more and then the, re um, well, uh, my... My shot went wide, and I hope I didn't hit Frag. So, so I think what happened is, you know, you're close, uh, you're close up to it, and you know, so you hit it, but you shoot it in like the stone parts of it. Okay. Um, that's so what the bullets just about. kind of like just flatten and just bounce off without really doing anything, and it rears back a big old fist and punches you right in the face, and you're gonna take some harm. Okay. Uh, All right, Frag. What are you doing? We haven't checked in with you for a bit. <laughs> Well, Frag uh, was pretty content to be just uh, a fly on the wall right at the moment. <laughs> well, let's see. So Frag's got a big troll coming at him. So one one of the few things that, uh, let's see, one of the things you may not know that Frag has in his arsenal that he brought along with him. This thing, He brought along, uh, he has one of the few holy nails uh, uh, that... Uh, was one of the nails used to uh on nail Jesus Christ, is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> is that what you're trying to get at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So he's got that and a hammer. I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna allow it, but again, this it, is pretty it, wild. It, it may or may not be. He just believes it, you know. <laughs> he, so he, he's got so Frank has this big friggin' spike. So he's gonna he's charging he's charging the troll. Uh, is there where 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 is these the most stone? Uh, so I think this one, um, similar to the other one, it's been hit um, largely in the face and torso, but also parts of his extremities. But like, so this was one of the ones that was closest to Jimmy. So like, they so, took the real brunt of the initial sunlight blast, and so yeah, it was like large parts of their face and torso. So his fra frag's plan is to charge the troll and make a jump move to rear up and try to drive the spike into the troll's stone face and bust it off. Okay, I'm gonna, okay, I mean, this is definitely a demon's roll, but this is definitely Frag's wheelhouse, so I'm gonna give you three dice. All right, thank you. Oh, shit, three successes. Okay, so. Yeah. so um, I'm on it. 
Frank's charging down the the cave mouth. He's coming right at the troll. He leaps up, slow motion. You see him pull out the hammer and, and the spike. And just as he lands on the troll, he drives a spike right into the troll's right eye, just smashing it in. <laughs> So you will still take a little bit of harm, I'll say, like, as you fall off, like, as, like, the troll falls over backward, um, you sort of don't have, like, a necessarily, like, graceful landing, and you sort of got to, like, combat roll out of the way, but it's pretty minor harm. Uh, I, I consider that awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> okay. No, no, I mean, you had a pretty good advantage on this guy already. Yeah, I mean, everybody has been doing, everybody's still doing pretty good in terms of the amount of, like, damage they've taken. I have sort of a loose system that I'm keeping track of over here, and everybody's still looking a okay. So one troll is, uh, two trolls are down. One is left uh, struggling with um, Shannon. I think Spooky is probably your turn to do something. Yeah. Spooky's going to try to distract the troll to get it to, like, look down the cave and then shoot it in the back with the light cannon while it's distracted. He's going to be like, oh shit, the witch is here and she's pissed off at you for taking a shit in her cauldron. <laughs> okay, I think I'm just going to say that, yeah, that's just a fighting move. So give me, but I'll still say you get, I'll say you get three dice. So give me a demon's roll of three. All right, I got a one. So adding one to the one isn't going to help anything, but I'll, I'll bump up my three to ask a question. So my question is, we still, we still don't have any indication that the witch has hurt us. What I would say is you have not detected the witch at all. Um, whether or not whether or not you know if she's aware of you, I don't know if that's something that you're going to sort of be able to discern in this moment, but you have not detected her. Does that sound fair? Sure. Yeah. Five and six, so two successes. You distract the troll and it kind of like, huh? And it turns and looks and you blast it in the back and like you can see its whole like um, where you hit it, you know, you hit it like in its spine. So it's the whole troll just sort of seizes up and uh, falls forward dead as you're just like blasting it with this um, sunlight ray and it hits the ground. And uh, much like the first one just sort of shatters into a few different pieces. So you guys have destroyed the three trolls. And now is it daylight out yet? I think, yeah, at this point, like, the sun is sort of, like, starting to, well, well, are you trying to get... Bono in the temple, uh, in the, into the cave with us. I think you, okay, so I'll say that you'll be able to do that, but you got to move quickly. Okay. I'll be right back. And I run over to, and, and <laughs> to the RV and bang and say, Bono, BJ, come on, come on. <laughs> and uh, you hear um, Boulder News kind of uh, mumble to himself, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and he, he blasts out of the, the RV door. He's like barely like, well, he like, it like shoots open, but he has to awkwardly like get on his side and like crawl out of it because he's so huge. And he sort of like just flops onto the ground. And then he's like, he sees that like the sun is almost up. So he just starts charging for the cave. Okay. Like, like Shaq getting out of a two door spec, huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, that's definitely going to fuck up the RV's alignment. And then I um, I run into uh, back toward the cave, following Bono, and I'm assuming BJ is right behind me. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You got tequila breath for sure, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, all we have to do is have him. <laughs> yeah. 
have him breathe on the witch, yes. and then we he has like to stop and puke up a bunch of uh, fucking candy on the way. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so you guys are you guys are in the cave, and uh, yeah, you have destroyed all the immediate threats in front of you, but you have not found any sign of the pesta or of Billy so far. Uh, but, but you do know that Mulder knows knows where her lair is at, right? I, I thought her plan was to kind of follow him at this point. Yeah, exactly. So he can kind of lead you down into the cave. Like, you can tell, like, he's not, like, super stoked about this. Like, he's, like, definitely, like, you know, the fact that you guys took out uh, the three mean trolls kind of, like, gives him, like, a little bit of confidence. But you can tell that he is still, like, pretty frightened to be, like, going down into this um, witch's, like, lair. It was obvious from the way that they reacted to Frag that Boulder knows dumb on a couple uh, on a couple levels that he was taken in by frag as much as he was the other three tolls weren't buying it from the get-go right well but i thought her plan was to put him in a bag so she can't like see him right off the bat yeah. oh that's like, right then he was going to tear out of the bag yeah like when okay. she opens the bag he can shoot her in the face with some some badger blood yep okay all right that's right thanks for reminding me okay get in the bag <laughs> Before we go down there, just to be safe, I'm going to grab some pieces of the broken disco ball, like some big shards, and throw them in my bag. Okay. All right. And I, I, as we're getting ready to go, I, I get out uh, one of my little uh, bottles with holy of holy water, and I go down the row, and I douse. I just uh, throw a few sprinkles of holy water on everyone, except when I get to frag, I kind of back up and think about it. Yeah. It's like, you didn't have to put down a security deposit on those disco balls, did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're right. going to have to replace them. Hey, right. we stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys kind of get you know, a little bit deeper into the cave, and then you sort of reach this area that's like, it sort of widens out a little, and it's a little bit, it's kind of like a circular um, sort of chamber with another um, kind of cave on the other side of it. And uh, when you get here, that's uh, so when, like, Boulder Nose kind of turns to you guys, he says... All right, this is this is where we, they leave the kids when they bring her to the scary lady. So we must be getting close. I've never been past this part of the cave, but if we were trying to sneak up on her, I, uh, we're going to need to be really careful from this point forward. Uh, at this point, so basically, he's kind of telling you at this point, like this is when Frag is going to need to get in like the burlap sack or whatever that you're carrying him in. Yeah, so that you guys kind of move like kind of further down the cave and he kind of and then he kind of like stops you and kind of like motions to be quiet and also kind of like motions for you to because i imagine you guys are using like flashlights or something and mm -hmm. um kind of motions for you to kind of put your lights like down because he points ahead in the cave and you can see there's this sort of flicker an orange flickering glow of like what must be like candle or firelight coming off of like you can see kind of down the tunnel ahead of you there's a slight bend and like it's kind of like around this corner you can see the source of this glowing orange light sort of reflecting off the walls towards the end of the cave you can also like when you kind of quiet down and listen you can hear some sort of like muttering of like incantations or some sort of spell but it's in like it's in like latin or something or maybe just like some sort of weird infernal demonic language that doesn't even exist uh, but you can't really tell, like, what's being said. So just tell me, like, what is everybody else going to do other than Frag, who's, like, just waiting in the bag to sneak out and surprise the witch? 
I can load with the super soaker. <laughs> but I mean, I imagine we're going to have to hang back a bit. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to tail them, but not, not like directly behind them where we could be spotted. Yeah, I'm going to bring up the rear. Okay, so Boulder Nose is going to hoist up Frag on his back, and uh, he sort of comes lumbering down the cave, and he's kind of like, kind of making himself known. Uh, he doesn't like, he definitely does not want to sneak up on her, uh, doesn't want to catch her off guard. And um, she, uh, you see him kind of stops at like the end of the cave and kind of like, kind of like takes a minute, you can see, kind of like takes a big breath and he turns around the corner and uh, you hear this like hissing sort of voice sort of echoing off the cave walls. And she goes, ah, the little one, what are you doing here? And he, he kind of steps forward sort of tentatively and kind of like out of sight from you guys who are waiting, in the end of the, uh, waiting at the other end of the cave at this point. You can hear his voice kind of says like, I, I, brought, I brought you uh, another, I brought you some more food. And um, she, she can hear her voice kind of goes, I have everything. What was that noise from the tunnel? And he kind of, kind of stammers for a moment. He goes, uh, uh, "The, the other trolls were being mean to me, so I, I, I beat them up, and, and because I wanted to prove that I'm a strong troll." And <laughs> she, <laughs> she kind of like laughs, like kind of cackles a little bit, like, "You defeated them." Where did you get this strength? Kind of stammers again, and he's like, "I, you know, I, I, I've been, I've been working out. <laughs> I've been, I've been eating a lot of, I've been eating a lot of protein. I stopped eating candy, and I started started exercising so I could beat the other trolls." <laughs> be a so there's. <laughs> and there's still plenty of candy hanging off of him. Yeah, yeah, he like clearly <laughs> has like candy still stuck in like his fucking uh, hair and everything. But, and then she kind of cackles again, and she says, "Interesting. Well, why don't we see what you've brought me?" At which point he places the sack on the ground. And you start to feel a pair of hands um, undoing the um, the bag, Frag. So what do you do? I've got my soaker out. I mean, that's my best only hope right at the moment. So uh, I'm ready. As soon as it pops open, I'm going to jump up a blaster in the face. Okay, cool. Give me a demon's roll of three dice. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us for episode 17 of Doves and Demons. We do appreciate you tuning in and spending some time with us. Uh, you know, do please uh, tell your friends and family, coworkers, anybody you think you might enjoy our little project we got going on here. If you want to reach out to us with questions, comments, concerns, etc., you can email us at funtimepod at gmail.com. That is F-U-N-T-I-M-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Big shout out to my buddy, Elliot LeBrun, for uh, making our uh, sweet new logo. 
And big shout out to our uh, friends of the show, uh, Robert and Matthias, for making our their music for us. And yeah, I think that's going to do it for this time around. And uh, we will talk to you again later. Bye.